Leo Burnett said that any fool can write a bad ad, but it takes a real genius to keep his hands off a good one. Whilst Mark Twain observed that the difference between almost the right word and the right word is the difference between the lightning bug and lightning. On this episode of the History of Advertising podcast, we're looking at what it takes to write a good ad. More specifically, we want to know, what exactly does it take to write a killer line? It's a question which makes half the population of Adland tear their hair out. We're going to try and unravel the thorny issue by looking at one of the most enduring campaign slogans of all time. Tesco. Every little helps. This year, Tesco celebrates its 100th anniversary. The retailer originally began life when its founder, Jack Cohen, started selling armed forces surplus stock from his market stall in Hackney. 100 years on, and the retailer is a behemoth of British industry. Its success is synonymous with its enduring Every Little Helps campaign. The agency behind it was Low Howard Spink. Here, founder Sir Frank Lowe recalls how he won the account in the late 80s. First of all, we pitched for Tesco. We, didn't, we never did creative pitches. We only did pre- credentials pitches. It was the airport we had to pitch because it was highly secret against McCann and J. Walter Thompson and somebody else. We each had an hour, and we could talk about our agency and show some work. And I had a terrible morning that morning. I don't know what was wrong, but I was as poor as I could be. I got back in the office, and there was a phone call from Ian McLaurin. I said, hello, Ian. I said, I'm terribly sorry about this morning. I just wasn't on form. I, I feel quite ashamed. He said, well, do you want the good news or the bad news? I said, good news first. He said, well, the good news is we thought your work was extraordinary, far better than any other agency. The bad news is you've got the business. In 1989, Lowe Howard Spink was tasked with improving the reputation of Tesco, which, up until then, had been struggling with something of an image problem. Tesco was seen as the sort of place which piled it high and sold it cheap. It did not have a reputation for producing good advertising, and it was closely associated with the supermarket price wars of the 70s. A desire to champion the quality and variety of produce and offer led to the first campaign, the quest for quality. The campaign starred Dudley Moore as a Tesco buyer who travelled the world in hot pursuit of an elusive flock of free-range chickens. During his voyages, Dudley would stumble upon various high-quality products, which he would then add to the Tesco's range. The products Dudley added included Scottish salmon, fine Italian white wines, tiramisu, and, as we're about to hear... Bonjour. Bonjour. Oh, pardon, pardon. I was also keeping some uh, free-range chickens that I... Lost chicken. Yes. I have only cheese, Monsieur. Very nice too. Bad luck, though, I'm afraid, because I work for Tesco and uh, we already sell 27 different French cheeses. But Monsieur, my camembert is magnifique, made from the milk of the finest French cows. Cows? Cows. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, cows. Cows. Have a piece. Thank you. Mmm, this is good. Huh. Well, we can always make room for some of this. Huh? It's a deal. Au revoir, then. Au revoir. Au revoir. Monsieur, the chickens. Yes? 
Are they about this big with fluffy brown feathers? You've seen them? No. The ad campaign was a success. It was funny, and it did a good job of showing the range and quality of produce on offer. However, after a couple of years, Tesco wanted to change its approach. They came to see me and said, Frank, we've decided to change the strategy on Tesco. Ah, that means you want to change the campaign. We will indeed, and I think you'll agree. So I said, what's the new strategy? He said, well, you've always told us that people don't really think shopping is the most wonderful way to spend your day. They don't think, oh, I can go shopping at Tesco today, hurrah, hurrah. And you're probably right, it's not thing, they'd rather go to a football match or anything, take their children to anything, but they go and they do their shopping. So we're going to try and make life a little nicer for them, a little more pleasurable for them. And we are going to do 18 initiatives that will make their life easier, but which will cost us money. So they will know we're doing it for them, not doing it to make money. Tesco was behind Sainsbury's when it came to market share. In order to get the edge over the competition, Tesco decided to prioritise the in-store experience, introducing initiatives that would seek to redefine the type of service customers should expect from their shopping trip. If you say, you know, Weetabix is half price, the public knows you're not giving Weetabix away. They know you're putting up somewhere else. and they know. But if you say what we're going to do is, for example... If you're pregnant, we will have parking spaces next to the entrance, specially for you. Uh, we will have trolleys for children, which can carry twins if we need. We have changing rooms for babies. All these things would cost them money. We'll take our sweets from the checkout and put them in another part of the shop so they're not badgered to death by their children, by their trying to pay the bill. If you're dissatisfied with a product... We, you can bring it back and we will change it completely free. These are all things that we're doing. And I thought it was a wonderful strategy. The only hitch was that the agency could not think of a slogan. We couldn't find a line. Could not find the line. And I'd have told the creative people about, I don't know how many times I'd explained the strategy. And we knew, we all knew there was a line somewhere. Eventually I went back to Ian said, Ian, I've got problems. We've got a campaign. I can't find the line. Dear man, he put his hand on my arm and he said, Frank, don't worry. You'll come up with one. We'll wait. Now, what kind of that, as opposed to, if you haven't cracked this problem by next weekend, we'll have to look for a new agency. And, of course, we then came up. The agency, we had every little helps. And I took it down there to them. They just bought it in an instant. The Every Little Helps TV campaign featured Prunella Scales famous for her role as long-suffering wife Sybil in Faulty Towers. She played Dottie, a demanding customer who was constantly won over by Tesco. Many of the ads also featured Jane Horrocks, who starred as the daughter. Oh, Mother! I don't like the look of this fish. What's wrong with it? It's perfectly fresh. Yeah, I know it's fresh, it just looks a bit... sullen. Sullen? His mouth goes down at the corners. Look. Mother, it's a trout. That's the way trout look. They were born like that. I think we should take it back. Where to? Lake Windermere? No, Tesco. You can't take a fish back just because it looks miserable. 
What do you expect them to say? Have this cheerful soul instead, madam. Have this cheerful soul instead, madam. Oh, yes, that's the one. At Tesco, if you're not happy with any of our products, for whatever reason, we'll give you an exchange or refund instantly. He looks like my first husband. I'll enjoy cooking him. Tesco. Every little helps. Every little helps carried over the humour which had been established in the Dudley Moore ads. But this time, each one had a solid point. One which referred to the changes to the shopping experience that Tesco had made. The shopping experience-focused strategy paid dividends. Between 1990 and 1999, Tesco's turnover increased from £8 billion to £17 billion, and it overtook market leader Sainsbury's in 1995, shortly after the introduction of the club card scheme. The versatility of the Every Little Help slogan has ensured its longevity. Over the decades, it has been used to encapsulate all manner of new campaigns from Tesco. So, after more than 20 years since the slogan was introduced, what does Frank think about how Every Little Helps is used now? I try not to be rude about other people's advertising, because it's not a nice thing to do, and it only upsets them, and they're always doing their best, so you can't be mean. Everybody can't be Ronaldo, but at the moment... They're using every little helps for everything they do, which is mainly about offers. And the strategy was not about cheaper offers or this. Or it was only about things that cost Tesco money that would make the consumer's life better. And I think somehow that bit, that, that the strategy got lost. Well, whilst some of the original strategy may have got lost along the way, there's no doubting that Every Little Helps is one of the best slogans that has ever been written. It's flexible enough to sit at the end of any Tesco campaign, encapsulating everything from value and quality to service. There's also a homely modesty to it, with the use of the word little making Tesco feel less bullishly corporate than its competitors. It's a killer line and one which offers inspiration to the copywriters of the future. If you want to write something that sticks in the public consciousness, keep it short and keep it flexible. The History of Advertising podcast was presented by Jack Maggot Phillips and features contributions from Sir Frank Lowe. The programme was produced by Jane Jarvis and Jack Maggot Phillips. If you're interested in learning more about the ads featured on this programme and the work of the History of Advertising Trust, please visit hat80s.org dot uk